In this Guided Talks, Robert talks to Michael Knorr. Mike has over seven years of providing hands-on strategic internet marketing recommendations to clients and prospects. In his consultative business development role, he helps companies representing both that company and its numerous white label and affiliate partners identify the digital marketing channels that will best help the prospect attain the greatest return on investment. Once Michael has developed the high-level strategy, he then puts it to the hands of that company's digital marketing professionals who work with a client on a day-to-day execution of the strategy. Robert and Mike discuss the three things that agencies need to do, plus everything white-label agencies, what can go wrong, how much do they cost, and how to integrate with them, plus much more. And hello and welcome to Guider Talks. And it's an absolute delight and an absolute pleasure to have with me Mike Knorr from a brilliantly named That Company. I just love the name. Uh, hello and welcome, Mike. Absolutely great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and I suppose the thing to do is to let people know exactly what you do, who you do it for, how you do it, so they get a real sense of what that company does. So. Sure. So that company, uh, we specifically focus on working with agencies. Uh, we work with 450 agencies to date uh, in a variety of ways, uh, but we're most well known for our white label model um, and revolutionary, revolutionizing the re- white label model. Uh, so the typical white label model that exists out there is an agency will Uh, say, hey, we offer these, you know, say SEO or pay-per-click or social media services. They slap their logo on it. Uh, Someone in the back end does work. Um, And traditionally, a lot of that's been done in India and the Philippines kind of really cheap uh, and almost kind of got a bad name for white label for a long time. Um, But uh, we revolutionized that here in the U.S., uh, all U.S. based. And uh, we actually go on the front lines with our partners and assist them, not just doing the work, but talking to the clients. We handle project management. Uh, We also provide sales support to set great expectations, build a solid strategy. That way we have a good, strong foundation when we begin with the customer. Uh, So we're very, very hands-on with our agency partners. That's what we do. Cool. And just just to give us a broad, we'll, we'll come back to white label companies, but just just to give us a, a, a sense of context of of how big your your business is. So, sort of, how many people do you have sure. working yeah. for you, and how many clients do you have? What's the sort of just trying to get a yeah. sense of the scale? Yeah. So we're we're about a mid sized business. Uh, we've got about twenty five folks uh, here, and. Um, over a hundred clients, uh, so yeah, good mid-sized business. That gives us a really good sense, right? So before we get on to me going on on a sort of a, a thing about ah, everyone hates white label, it doesn't work, it's horrible. How could you be doing it? It's just about the price. You just do stuff cheaply. Why would people ever want to buy from you? Before we go down that route, um, I know you've got some some thoughts. Uh, and feelings about what agency owners should be doing in the first place. And I guess that would set the platform for white label maybe being an opportunity for them to get to what they should be doing. So uh, do you just want to run through some of the things that you think that in, in 
as you look at things, you think that agency owners should be doing much better than they are right now. Sure, absolutely. So um, I've got a couple of things. Uh, the first thing I'll, I'll start with is they should be, the owner themselves should be elevating themselves. Um, they should be taking into account every activity that they are working on. Uh, and, and maybe they do this over the course of a couple of days or a week or a month and they just kind of note it. They know all the things that they're working on and then they need to look at that and go, is this the best use of my time, my talents, um, and the value that I have to bring to the world? And some of that, the answer might be no. Um, and they can question, you know, they, they, they should question everything. Um, perhaps does, does even filtering their email box, is that the best use of their time? Uh, could they uh, be integrating people to assist with that and then really focusing their time and attention on the most important things? Um, embracing that CEO mentality. Um, if you, if you want to be big, you have to think big, you have to act big. Uh, if that, if that's the goal, if, that, if that's what you're trying to build. Uh, so, so you have to embrace, okay, well, you know, what, what would a Fortune 500 CEO be doing? Would they be doing these tasks? If they're not, if they wouldn't be, then how can they better delegate? Uh, how can they, um, you know, bringing in people that take on specific tasks? Because I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, bringing in people that will take, you know, handle a specific task and get very, very good at that task and have people, you know, um, not, not trying to put too much on one person. Um, yeah. so, so it's that thing about, about, uh, in your in your week, you have ten dollar an hour, hundred dollar an hour, and thousand dollar an hour work. You know, yeah. and and yeah, you know, how much ten dollar an hour work do you do? And I and, I, and as you say that, you know, because having come back from a month a month away on holiday, it, I have just been in in my machine plowing through stuff, plowing through stuff that uh, I would argue most of it was stuff that other people couldn't do, but while I was doing it, I was just thinking, I just feel like I could be paying someone ten dollars an hour to do this if I programmed them correctly and got them filtered and told them that I'm not interested in double glazing for the business and I'm not interested in a new telephone line. I'm not interested. Mm. So, so I, I just love this idea of are you doing ten dollar, a hundred hour, a thousand dollar an hour work? And obviously, you want to be doing more thousand dollar an hour work. And and the more you get, you get your brain just full of detail with your thing about CEO. What does a CEO do? A CEO ultimately is a decision maker. They make decisions. You know, they, they make stuff happen. They don't do the stuff. They shouldn't be doing right. it. But but as you go from five to ten to fifteen to twenty five staff, you've got to kind of go through that that journey. Great. I love that. I love that. So that's your you described it as elevate every activity. And I, yeah. and I and I and I and I really love that, and I think I'm going to take that one home with me straight away because I'm just acutely aware of my um, lack of elevation. I'll put it that way. Okay, great. So elevate every activity. Number one, elevate. Um, so elevate yourself. And then uh, next, um, I previously talked about this one, but I kind of want to actually break it down into some parts. Um, I talked about centers of influence um, on another. Uh, podcast, but uh, I actually kind of want to break that down a little bit further into land, retain, and expand. Uh, so land, 
agencies, like the number one problem when we kind of talk to them and interview them, a lot of them, and it's just surprising, we're in the marketing industry, but a lot of marketing uh, agencies struggle to actually acquire more customers and, and scale it. Uh, and so one of the things that I regularly preach is it doesn't have to be hard to consider, so this is land, uh, landing new clients, COI marketing or the COI model. Uh, and COI stands for centers of influence. Most folks, when they think about going and getting a customer, they think about, okay, well, I got to reach out to that specific customer or that audience, whether this is, you know, Google ads, Facebook ads, doing SEO or, you know, cold email uh, and cold calling, you know, things of that nature. They think of those types of things to go get those customers. I preach this and practice this, and that is uh, there are people that already service your customer centers of influence that already service those customers that you could be of added benefit to by just building a relationship with them. And uh, in essence, uh, there, there could be perhaps a trade there or it can just be um, mutually beneficial that, that your existence um, occurs. So one of the things I talk about for uh, the Koi model, just to give you a practical example, is right. let's say let's say you wanted to work with more um, solar installation companies. That's a that's a good niche that a lot of uh, agencies go after. Well, one of the things that I'll ask is uh, who else services them, and make a list. All right. Well, one of the the easiest uh, people to consider is uh, where do they buy their product from. Who are the wholesalers they're acquiring from? Uh, and this kind of applies across the whole home services industry. So roofing companies and HVAC and you know you you, you name it, plumbing, etc. They get their supplies somewhere. Um, I think supply companies are probably one of the easiest to to think about in this instance. And you reach out to those type of supply companies. You go, hey, look, what I like to do is I would like to help uh, you at no cost increase. Uh, the amount of business your customers are doing with you. Would that be okay with you? Uh, <laughs> they're going to be like, all right, what's the catch? What, what do you got? You know, um, no one does anything for free. And uh, you go, well, what I have in mind is I would like to put on some seminars and training for all of your customers, teach them how to do certain aspects of marketing. And here's the benefit I know is going to happen. One, if they take and learn and do any of the things I tell them, they're going to get more customers. They're neither going to be need to buy more supply from you. That's an automatic win for you. Two, I know a bunch of them are going to go great. You, you this sounds great. I don't want to do it. Not my expertise. I'd like to hire you, and they're going to become aware of me because you've put me in front of them. So, that's the Koi model. Um, I, I definitely recommend write that down if you're listening to this and give it some thought. Um, it is easily overlooked. It's easy to go back to the, oh, well, how do I advertise directly to, you know, the solar installation companies and, and get more of them to come to me. So uh, consider that. I'm, I'm doing that right now with Robert, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, absolutely, right? Absolutely. 